in collaboration fighting for your right to be free of solitary confinement out here. And I also want you to know that California Prison Focus does offer our Prison Focus newspaper to uh, free for those that are in the shoe, um, solitary confinement, any kind of solitary confinement, um, ADSEG, RCGP, um, PSU, anything that um, is considered solitary confinement. And for those of you um, that aren't in the shoe, um, you know, please, if you can, kick down some stamps. I think it's only $8 for the year. Encourage your family members to get a subscription for you. And I also encourage people on the, us here on the outside, get this newspaper. It's amazing. It's, uh, it's a, it's a, an educational tool. It's an organizing tool. Keeps you connected with what's happening with your loved ones on the inside in a different way. And so, uh, the address for that is 4408. Market Street, Suite A, Oakland, California, 95118. So, uh, yeah, please uh, get this newspaper. I will be reading some excerpts. I'll be reading some letters from um, from our newspaper today, uh, different issues, some archived, um, and also a current issue. I also will be reading today uh, just, I'm going to be reading different letters today. Uh, I just really want to, there is so much going on. And so I'm kind of just embracing this aspect of things seeming chaotic. And there's a lot of voices. Um, there's a lot of yelling. There's a, there's a lot of good work that's happening out here. Um, but here we are elevating the voices of those folks that are on the inside that can really tell us about what's happening, um, to them and for them and the, the solutions that they may have and to get us on board on that awareness. And there are lots of different voices. So there isn't a particular theme today. Um, just take it in and um, we'll, we'll just go from there. It's important that their voices in this cacophony of major noise gets um, their, their voices are not lost in that because it's incredibly important that uh, People behind the walls, incarcerated, enslaved. Um, this is the new modern day slavery. Um, make no bones about it. And I will tell you why, because the 13th Amendment exception clause says so. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate le legislation. Um, so uh, we can call it all different kinds of things. Uh, it's definitely manifested as modern-day slavery in our prisons. So, um, and we can always have a dialogue about that. That's why you should shoot me a line at newbayatprisons.org, and um, we can go from there. Okay, so there are a couple of announcements this, that I need to make or want to make. I uh, did, And yes, they are necessary. So... As you heard, um, or unless you're just tuning in, um, KPOO is in a fundraiser right now. Until the end of the year, they are trying to raise $75,000. This is an amazing platform. It is absolutely necessary that we keep this platform alive. Um, of course, uh, I think they are the only station that I know of that offers a program one hour uh, devoted exclusively to prison issues um, and to um, our folks that are are the suffering 
um, incarceration. So um, please, and also, I mean, all the other amazing programs. This is a fantastic radio station. It is 100% listener supported. This is incredibly important. This is how you can stay involved, invest in um, an institution that is meaningful. And we're always looking for ways that we can do something for our community, give something back, be a part of the struggle kick down some funds for KPOO. Um, this fundraiser will be going until the end of the year. This is a beautiful way to give a gift. Tis the season. Um, and the same for California Prison Focus. Again, um, if this is your first time tuning in, California Prison Focus was given um, a generous donation, a matching grant. Um, and so we are hoping to match that grant throughout um um, until the end of the year, it is a $25,000 matching grant that would go a long way to help keep um, our systems running over there, primarily uh, this newspaper prison focus. So please, again, kick down some funds. Go to www.goprisons.org. Um, www.newest.prisons.org. You can get there at prisons.org as well. Um, and please donate, 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 both to KPOO and California Prison Focus. If you need to share the wealth, we love you for that. So, yes, this is your opportunity to be involved. Um, I also want to um, give a big shout out to the Santa Rita hunger strikers. Um, they are under a lot of duress, but they are being courageous. Um, it's incredible that they have to be, uh, they have to go on a hunger strike in order to get their basic needs met. They are protesting um, just filth, uh, moldy food and um, and and violence and medical neglect all the things that are happening inside of our prisons jails and detention centers people are dying people are being abused and uh, the Santa Rita uh, folks inside I think the last I heard they were up to 300 hunger strikers um, and please understand that what they're going through means their families are going through it as well. So their loved ones are um, under a lot of stress as well uh, because their loved ones on the inside are not only suffering this abuse, but um, are also now putting their, their bodies uh, more acutely on the line by going on a hunger strike. So Santa Rita, we hear you, we are out here, we support you, and we expect some, some, some victory here in this place. And that brings me also out again to us out here. It is really important to, I'm going to just say, remember the Black Panther Party when they say all power to the people, because right now we really need to be, we need to uh, gather in our people power um, and understand that we are uh, suffering a human rights crisis. Capitalism is killing people and planet. And uh, I love the beach. This is a human rights crisis. People, people, uh, and look all over Unless the world. Unless the water's too cold. And the sand is too choppy. And the waves are too scary. They might be in Chile and Argentina and, and Venezuela and Korea, South North Korea or South Korea or Hong Kong. 
But that's got to be us here, too. We are fighting for the same things. Our human rights are being violated at every turn. And, um, uh, you know, capitalism is is the system that's killing us. Okay. Um, I had a couple other things that I want to, um, I want to mention before I read. Um, we are going to be having a wonderful Artifices in Action and Solidarity fundraising event. This is through, um, we are working together with Cage Universal, SF Bayview, and California Prison Focus. We've all come together um, to put together this fundraiser for the print media of SF Bayview and Prison Focus. So, and this is basically, it's mostly led by um, our returning community members um, who want to give back to the newspapers that um, held them and supported them through uh, the historic hunger strikes that ended indefinite solitary confinement, even though um, solitary confinement is still being used as retaliation against some of those uh, leaders. We'll talk a little bit about that. So December 7th, and uh, it's December 7th, 4 to 7 p.m., Queen Memorial Church of God, 1324 East 24th Street. This will be in Oakland, but you will find this on our calendar at, um, again, prisons.org. Just look for the, that's their, our website for California Prison Focus, so all the information will be there. But please, uh, this is December 7th, and I want to encourage all of you. So the Artifice in Action and Solidarity is really centered around the um, works of art from those on the inside. And um, the real prison art is working exclusively with CAGE um, to present this art. And so I want you to go to therealprisonart.wordpress.com. The um, and you can get all the information about this very, very cool organization. So um, again, therealprisonart.wordpress.com. That's D like dog, A-R-E-A-L, prison art. Okay, all one word, dot wordpress.com. And um, there's some wonderful um, information about uh, C-Note, who is still um, incarcerated, and the work that he has done and continues to do. Um, um, and one of the pieces that he did was based on an article that was written in uh, Prison Focus newspaper. And I am going to read some of that in a little bit. I'm going to read that article, um, and you can find it as well, and I'll tell you where it is when I'm going to read it. Okay, and then let's see, the one last thing, um, always please go to our action page, prisons.org, go to uh, take action. There are always things to do there, like write letters of support, make calls to a prison, um, and let people know that we are here on the outside supporting our uh our loved ones on the inside. Okay, so thank you so much for that. The one last thing that I want to say is our beloved Sitawa, 
I just want everyone to send some um, love and prayers to Satawa. He is our strong, fearless leader. Um, I was telling you that uh, Liberate the Cage of Voices is now barking upon a free Satawa campaign. And... Um, um, and so there's just a lot of uh, focus that we are giving him right now. He is one of the main reps of the um, hunger strikes and one of the main authors of the agreement and hostilities. I want to just send him uh, tons of love and uh, excuse me, I'm walking, moving away from the mic here. Um, and uh, just a shout out to him. We love you. He is our fearless, strong, beautiful warrior of a person. And I would like to uh, read a piece from Sitawa um, be, um, as our first reading, which is CDCR's $9.2 billion corruption machine versus prison human rights movement. Now, before I begin, that is, that's what the Free Satawa campaign is about. It is about supporting the prison human rights movement. This is part of our human rights crisis. The millions of people that we have locked down by incarceration, modern day enslavement, and, um, um, and needing their voices, those voices to be out and, um, and looking towards a world really without prisons. We need another way to do this. This is right now is all about punishment and, uh, retribution, uh, or retaliation as opposed to care and collaboration. So let's get to it, people. CDCR's $9.2 billion corruption machine versus prison human rights movement. This is written in August 16th, 2013. On August 14th, 2013, I would like to reiterate that the agreement to end hostilities issued August 12th, 2012 is significant for all prisoners because CDC, small r, California Department of Corrections, and small r, rehabilitation, has encouraged prisoners in their 33 prisons to not only engage in self-destructive behavior, but has also helped heighten racial hostilities, the catalyst for internal warfare, racial warfare, and gang warfare, all of which has been magnified inside the prisons and th throughout our communities. We decided to address these contradictions head-on by engaging in a dialogue that was meaningful, sincere, and honest with each respective entity. We realized that our responsibility was to end actions that were contrary to the growth and development of each and every prisoner. We have been attempting to end hostilities for the last 13 years, but the CDC small r was not a willing participant in this in the process. In 2000, we were allowed to get together and work on ending racial and gang riots and to end internal violence. The CDC small r, after realizing that we were successful in our attempts, became very irritable and obstructionist toward our work and proceeded to deliberately sabotage it. During a racial riot in, 20, in 2000, a young prisoner was murdered by a prison guard. Young prisoners were being murdered in these racial riots. Their actions were used by prison guards to justify their being shot for being armed with a weapon, i.e. a makeshift prison knife. Countless prisoners have been murdered in cold blood under CDC small r's no warning shot policy. The prison guards justify killing the prisoners because they say they thought they saw a weapon or witnessed one prisoner advancing on another. Sound like the police out here? 
We consider this to be cold-blooded murder. We call for an end hostilities to eliminate giving prison guards an excuse to kill prisoners. We realize that the justification for locking men and women away in solitary confinement on prison gang validations indefinitely, while also subjecting us to a military debriefing process as the only way to program out of out constitute attacks to our physical and psychological well-being. Prisoners can no longer withstand tor such torture. This process has led to many debriefings and mentally ill prisoners throughout CDC small r. In PBS Pelican Bay State Prison Shoe, Corcoran Shoe, Tehachapi Shoe, Folsom Shoe, and San Quentin Adjustment Center, death row. As people who have suffered under such a brutal, diabolical system, we realize that it is our responsibility to help change the course of violent prison systems that have made their way to our communities. Orchestrated activities are carried out by debriefers and collaborators whose sole role is to maintain hostilities and deepen infiltration and entrapments within our communities in association with the law enforcement in the streets. We had been talking about playing a greater leadership role for the last 13 years throughout the PBSP shoe, but we were unable to agree collectively due to our isolation. So when powerful entities within the California prison system, the Institutional Gang Investigators, IGI, Investigation Service Unit, ISU, and Office of Correctional Safety, OCS, isolated us together in the short corridor, a supermax shoe, we were able to reopen our dialogue and agree to ending the blatant attacks that our families, friends, and associates were being subjected to, the same attacks that we were being subjected to in solitary confinement. We called for an end to hostilities to eliminate giving prison guards an excuse to kill prisoners. We realize nothing productive can be done to change the current state of our situation, our prison environment, unless we end the hostilities between prisoners and end all racial and gang violence within the CDC small r. We feel that prisoners are the victims of a systemic, sorry, we feel that prisoners are the victims of a systematic process that manipulates them through racial and gang violence in order to prevent greater unity. In solidarity, struggle, love, and respect, Satawa. We love you, Satawa. Your leadership is essential out here. So I am now going to read the agreement to end hostilities. August 12th. 2012, the agreement to end hostilities. To whom it may concern and all California prisoners, greetings from the entire PBS shoe, short corridor hunger strike representatives. We are hereby presenting this mutual agreement on behalf of all racial groups here in PBS PSHU corridor, wherein we have arrived at a mutual agreement concerning the following points. If we really want to bring about substantive meaningful changes to the CDC small-R system in a manner beneficial to all solid individuals who have never been broken by CDCR's torture tactics intended to coerce one to become a state informant via debriefing, that now is the time for us to collectively seize this moment in time and put an end to more than 20 to 30 years of hostilities between our racial groups. Two. Therefore, beginning on October 10, 2012, all hostilities between our racial groups in the SHU, ADSEG, general population, and county jails will officially cease. This means that from this date on, all racial groups host group hostilities need to be at an end. And if personal issues arise between individuals, people need to do all they can to exhaust all diplomatic means to settle such disputes. Do not allow personal individual issues to escalate into racial group issues. Three. We want to warn those in the general population that IGI, sorry, 
IGI, which is the Institutional Gang Investigators, will continue to plant undercover sensitive needs yards, SNY debriefer, quote, inmates among the solid GP prisoners with orders from IGI to be informers, snitches, rats, and obstructionists in order to attempt to disrupt and undermine our collective group's mutual understanding on issues intended for our mutual causes, forcing CDCR to open up all GP mainlines and return to a rehabilitative type system of meaningful programs, privileges, including life or conjugal visits, etc., via peaceful protest activity, non-cooperation, like hunger strikes, no labor, etc., etc. People need to be aware and vigilant to such tactics and refuse to allow such IGI inmate snitches to create chaos and reignite hostilities among our racial amongst our racial groups. We can no longer play into IGI, ISU, OCS, and SSU's old manipulative divide and conquer tactics. In conclusion, we must all hold strong to our mutual agreement from this point on and focus our time, attention, and energy on mutual causes benefit beneficial to all of us prisoners and our best interests we can no longer allow cdc small r to use us against each other for their benefit because the reality is that collectively we are an empowered mighty force that can positively change this entire corrupt system into a system that actually benefits prisoners and thereby the public as a whole and we sim simply cannot allow cdc small r the ccpoa prisons guard union igi ISU, OCS, and SSU to continue to get away with their constant form of progressive oppression and warehousing of tens of thousands of prisoners, including the 14,000-plus prisoners held in solitary confinement torture chambers. The two ADSEG units, for decades, we send our love and respects to all of those like mind and heart, onward in struggle and solidarity. Presented by the PBSP Shoe Short Corridor Collective, Todd Ashker, Arturo Castellanos, Setawa Nantambu Jama'a, Antonio Guillen, and the representatives' body, Danny Troxel, George Franco, Ronnie Yandel, Paul Red, James Baridi Williamson, Alfred Sandoval, Luis Powell, Alex Yurgoyen, Gabriel Huerta, Frank Clement, Raymond Chavo Perez, James Mario Perez. All right. I want to thank you, and I, I'm going to, we're going to read some more, but we are going to take a music break. And I also hope that you are hearing that really what's asked in this agreement to end hostilities is what we need to be doing out here together. We need to have a collective purpose for our liberation. All right. We are now going to be playing something. This is for Sitawa.
Thank you for um, hanging in there with me. Um, that is the song that, apparently that is Sotawa's favorite song. All right. Okay, again, we are back um, on KPOO, Prison Focus Radio. I wanted to read um, a piece out of um, the Prison Focus Radio, sorry, this is issue number 52. Again, you can go to prisons.org and look, um, go to our newsletter archives um, and read where this particular piece that I'm going to read um, that inspired a C-note to do a piece. Um, I can't remember what the name of it is. I'm so sorry, but that's why I also wanted to, I mentioned, please go to therealprisonart.wordpress.com and um, so that they can, uh, you can hear about, or you can read about uh, C-Notes um, inspiration uh, to do the work that he did based on this piece. I believe this is the piece. So here we go. California Coalition for Women Prisoners Campaign for Commutations for All. And this is still ongoing. And this is a quote. To believe that a person is not capable of change and so therefore must live out the rest of their life in prison is the very meaning of cruel and unusual punishment. Mimi. Life without parole is like a death sentence, but it's a death sentence walking. It's like you're on death row, but you're not locked in a cage. You're out here. You can walk around, but you're closed custody. So you have to count multiple times a day, and you're limited to jobs, and you can breathe air till you die in prison. Tracy. 
California Coalition for Women Prisoners, CCWP, is initiating a statewide campaign for commutation of sentences for all those serving life without the possibility of parole, LWOP. We are asking now Governor Newsom to use his executive powers to commute the sentences sentences of the almost 5,000 people serving LWAP, including the nearly 200 women and transgender people in California women's prisons, into parole-eligible sentences. This past April, Governor Brown granted 72 pardons and seven commutations, including the sentences of three people with LWAP. CCWP is especially glad that he commuted the LWAP sentence of Kenneth Hartman, who has long led the fight against LWAPs as, quote, the other death penalty, and the LWAP sentence of Sue Russo, a survivor of domestic violence who CCWP works with and has served almost 23 years in prison. These commutations are a move in the right direction, and we are committed to moving forward our campaign to end to this put, put an end to this cruel but far too usual sentence completely. Why now? Throughout the U.S., ending LWAP is becoming a benchmark of criminal justice reform. LWAP is increasingly recognized as an inhumane and cruel and unusual punishment. It denies that people, all people, have the capacity to change, grow, and be rehabilitated. LWAP is called, quote, the other death penalty by those serving it and by their families. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled against mandatory LWAP sentencing for people sentenced as juveniles. Many states, including California, are also legislating against sentencing youth to LWAP. Now it is time to take action to mitigate the impact for all people sentenced to die in prison due to this inhumane and endless punishment. Let us be clear. Commuting a sentence does not guarantee release from prison. It does guarantee that each person will have the right to see the parole board rather than being sentenced to a living death. To a living death. Because CCWP has advocated for the civil and human rights of people in California women's prisons for 22 years, we focus on the impact on these almost 200 LWAPs. We strongly support commutation for all 5,000 people sentenced to LWAP in California. Here are some facts about the people serving LWAP in California women's prisons. The majority are survivors of abuse, including intimate partner battering, childhood abuse, sexual violence, and trafficking. The majority are first-time offenders and had no record prior to being sentenced to die in prison. The CDCR dismisses rehabilitation for LWAP prisoners because they will never be released from prison. They are barred from the majority of official self-help programs, yet ironically they are relied upon to stabilize the prison population and facilitate the majority of the peer-led support groups. LWAP prisoners have fewer job options in prisons. They are only eligible for jobs that pay on the lower end of the pay range, yet they are still required to pay restitution. If they cannot pay, the burden is on their families to do so. We ask you to support this call to the governor to commute all LWAP sentences to parole-eligible sentences and to begin the process to eliminate LWAP sentencing from the California Penal Code completely. To support commutations for all, to support commutations for all in our postcard campaign to Governor Newsom now, um, I here it's please contact Adrian at womenprisoners.org. I am so sorry. Um, 
because this is um, from a couple of years ago, um, that may have changed. So I would recommend um, going to the uh, CCWP um, website. Um, that's California Coalition for Women's Prisoners, CCWP. Um, and then I would like to give a, a few more uh, quotes that are part of this. Um, I stayed in the car going in a couple of times to say it's time to go. Five minutes later, I hear gunshots. I sit here, my whole life gone because of the actions of others. I went from a hard worker with a baby and a good family to being considered a criminal mastermind. I'm not that person. This is too great a penalty for my part in this ugly mess. Boali. And, um, one of the things that um, I think wasn't mentioned in here, I, I don't think, but um, when you said the majority are first-time offenders and had no record prior to being sentenced to die in prison, um, since then, I think that was uh, referring also to the felony murder rule, which meant that if somebody, if you were um, in the car, like this woman had just was just quoting, if you were in the car and somebody died, then you're going to be... Um, you're going to be sentenced just like you had pulled the trigger or or caused the death. Um, that fin felony murder rule has been overturned, thankfully. So again, another step in the right direction. Um, so um, yeah, please get on board. And again, um, yeah, please go to also that website, uh, the derealprisonart.wordpress.com, and look at CNOTE's work um, around hearing about this. Um, Okay, I would like now to read a piece from uh, Baridi, whose name that you heard um, in one of the other pieces that I read. So Baridi is um, still incarcerated. Um, he is in Salinas Valley, and he's a very good friend of Sitawa's. And I'm going to read this piece, and then I'm going to we're going to take another music break, I believe, or maybe I'll read a piece of poetry. By Baridi X. Williamson. Part 1. Upon leaving Pelican Bay Shoe solitary confinement, my firsts of many. Leaving out of Pelican Bay solitary confinement torture prison facilities, units, cages for the first time on January 23, 2015, after arriving there November 29, 1990, I remember witnessing my first sunrise as the CDC small r Grey Goose transportation bus traveled up the mountainside along Highway 101, staring out the window at the skyline as it transformed into a mixture of blended orange, red, violet, blue colors. I sat there in deep silence, just appreciating the beauty of nature. It would be the first of many first-time experiences of using my natural senses again after being buried alive in that concrete box, deprived of the natural use of those senses for the last 25 years, a quarter century. My next first was at San Quentin receiving an release center where our bus stopped over. And while we were standing in small holding cages waiting to get back on the bus, another of the men in another cage asked to use the restroom across the hall. I was surprised when the guard walked over to the cage, unlocked the door, and let the guy walk out across the hall, around other staff, unhandcuffed. 
I knew that I had to experience this after years and decades being chained and cuffed like a 19th century slave. I asked to use the restroom, and the guard let me, let me out to walk freely across the hall, uncuffed. It was not far, but just the absence of cuffs made a world of difference be being, between being treated like a chained animal and feeling human. My next first may seem small to many outside hearing this, but for me, it was special for my humanity. On January 28, 2015, I arrived at SVSP, Salinas Valley State Prison, general population, and was housed with a fellow human being named Malik. He gave me a brand new toothbrush that he was allowed to purchase from an outside quarterly package vendor. This was not the two-inch miniature-sized toothbrush, normally for brushing pet animals' teeth, I had been using since the 1990s. This was the normal, regular-sized toothbrush used for brushing humans' teeth. And each time I used it, the feeling of being human is always at the front of my mind. With each stroke of the brush, I humbly give in to the use of this part of my deprived senses. There have been many firsts since then over the course of this first year, but the one that is so close and dear to heart is my first visit, contact visit with my family in my 30-plus years of confinement in CDC small r. I was able to visit my sister, Danita Benson, when she flew out from Oklahoma City, and we hugged and kissed for the first time since 1980. It was a memorable experience to go from tears of hurtful pain and suffering dating back to our childhood struggles, domestic violence, being separated when I was 10 and she was 14, to realize we are survivors. She survived breast cancer, and I survived being lost to the street jungles at age 15. Then these concrete prison jungles, including decades in solitary confinement. We shared tears of joy, laughter, and happiness as we enjoyed those two days together. She said I squeezed her hand so tight and would not let go that it went numb. Oops, my bad. I guess I subconsciously, I guess I subconsciously was that little child back home walking everywhere holding securely to my older sister's hand. I will close this off with a solidary salute of respect, appreciation, and honor to all of the PHSS, PHRM, this is the Prisoner Hunger Strike Solidarity Coalition and the Prisoner Human Rights Movement, outside supporters who believe in our cause enough to keep the spotlight upon both this state's massive dysfunctional system of mass incarceration its evil solitary confinement torture use, non-rehabilitative and social reentry parole opportunities, and other contributions for helping those released from long-term solitary and its own unique post-traumatic stress disorder syndrome, PTSD solitary confinement, identify, cope with, and heal from its effects. Thank you, Asante, to each and all. All right. I think we are going to go ahead and take a music break now that was really, um, really beautiful. Thank you, Bariti. Here we go.
we are back. Ah, some beautiful Sly and the Family Stone. You can never beat that. All right. So welcome back, everyone. Thank you for hanging with me. Um, again, please um, drop me a line, newbayatprisons.org. I want to hear what you have to say, what you're thinking. And, um, yeah, just stay in dialogue. I think it's um, important. Stay connected here. Okay, I am going to read now a piece called Emancipatory Education. As we continue in the struggle to end oppression throughout these prison slave camps in America, spelled with three Ks, we are still being harassed by the fascists and retaliated against for airing our grievances. I've been told numerous times by the COs that IGI, the Institutional gang investigators are watching me for holding social gatherings on the yard attempting to re-educate new Africans who have the potential to go back to society as changed men what I realize is that due to my long-term isolation youngsters want to know how I dealt with the harsh realities we face day in and day out so I share my story in hopes that they will realize that they can make positive changes in their lives that can impact their loved ones lives as well I, we on the razor wire slave plantation come from inner cities who were caught up in the lifestyles that was among us, be it gang banging, hustling street drugs, pimping and committing robberies, burglaries and other crimes due to survival. A lot of us, I included, come from broken homes where our families were involved in criminal behavior, so to learn how to survive comes firsthand. After coming to prison in early 1994 and getting into fights and participating in riots, I was placed in the shoe, security housing unit where you have to learn how to channel your emotions so you don't succumb to the loneliness caused by being in your cell 23 and a half hours a day. The half hour includes your every other day shower time. Adjusting to being in the shoe is difficult at first, but once an elder gentleman gave me a book entitled Soledad Brother. I realized it was by design all that has happened to us new Africans since we arrived on these shores of North America. So. I continue to read and study my history. What I found by reading another book, Introduction of African Civilization, was that we were cultural people who lived off our land. We grew our own crops, made our own clothes, built our own homes, educated our children. We were hunters, fishermen, women sewed clothes and cooked the food men brought home. I then started reading more because this form of education was missing in school when I was growing up. I read Stolen Legacies by George James and The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson and The Willie Lynch Letter. And my views and outlook on life started to change, just like the author of Soledad Brother. So I started following his example and practiced an exercise routine, studied a lot and slept less, and turned my cell into a laboratory university, so to speak and did not let the entrapment of solitary confinement break me down like it's done to so many other people I've seen. Although solitary confinement became my reality for so long, I realized its practices were used for us new Africans to, to be divided and kept apart, just like our ancestors who were brought over here as slaves. The fascists want us to latch onto their way of life, speak their language, worship their God, and not know who we really are. Because if we do, we'll be awoken to our current situation in society and then start to change the conditions we face. I, along with countless others, have now been released into the general population to do just that. 
and stop the practice of solitary confinement our oppressors are using to destroy us. I'll probably never be the same mentally, because the experience I had is still there. But I remain hopeful that the healing process will start to take place. I also realize I enjoy being human and socializing with others openly, attending and participating in self-help groups, and exercising with others in a fitness class. Playing, sorry, playing basketball and chess. Solitary confinement in all its forms, be it administrative segregation, ADSEG, or security housing unit, SHU, is an inhumane practice designed to break a man's mind and needs to be abolished. It destroys families and friendships and is a very harmful practice. If anyone would like to know more about the PIC, the Prison Industrial Complex, you can write to me at the address below. In Solidarity Struggle, Mualamu S. Shakur. His slave name is Terrence E. White, and his CDCR number is AG8738. CSP COR 3B205229 PO Box 3466 Corcoran, California 93212. So if you don't have access to um, a computer, I'm going to read this again, um, but you can find this. Um, in the Prison Focus newspaper, our most recent issue, number 59. Again, his address is Mualimu S. Shakur. I should spell that, sorry. M, like Mary, W-A-L-I-M, like magnificent, U, S, like Shakur, and Shakur is S-H-A-K-U-R. His slave name, which you will need to put on the envelope, is Terrence, T-E-R-R-A-N-C-E, E White. And the number is A-G-8738. And that's CSP, that's California State Prison, so it's just CSP. And then C-O-R, which is short for Corcoran. 3B like boy 205229 is the location that he's in. P.O. Box 3466, Corcoran, California 93212. And I, with that in mind, I would lastly like to say um, if you want to get involved, one of the most beautiful things that you can do is you can come and volunteer at California Prison Focus. We are at 4408 Market Street, Suite A, Oakland, California. Um, come and volunteer. Respond to the many, many, many letters that we get. Write to people on the inside. Um, become a friend enough to actually make the visit. I think a visit to the prisons that um, the society is holding people in need to be visited, and you just said some some light on what's happening inside there but come and volunteer we need to um, we need those letters uh, responded to because they are reaching out 
um, folks on the inside, they're reaching out. They have a lot to say. They need to be responded to. They have ideas, and we need to be listening and bringing them forward here, and we need to bring them out into the world. So volunteer. Volunteer with us. Um, you can go to prisons.org, and you can um, volunteer online and get that process started. It would be awesome. So thank you so much. This has been a beautiful, beautiful show. Um, thank you for sitting with me and, and listening. Shout out to everyone behind the walls. Um, we love you. Uh, it's a lot to ask, but we need you to stay strong so um, that we can continue to work together to get you out and um, tear down this sick system of mass incarceration. Have a beautiful week.
The hate of men will pass and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Let us use this power.